Hey parents, whether you're going back to school or learning from home, the Preschool Box is here to help. The Preschool Box is all about helping children unlock their potential by making learning fun. Each month, the Preschool Box will send you a box packed full of engaging and educational activities with a focus on reading and math skills that will prepare your little one for success in school. It's amazing! These monthly work-at-your-own-pace activities encourage learning, reading, and creativity in kiddos aged 3 to 6, and each box has an array of hands-on activities, crafts, and worksheets, which you can structure to match your child's pace and level of development. And the best part is that every box has a set of focus skills, so each month you get new and exciting material to work on. The work you do at home now with your kids is so important for their future. Let the Preschool Box help you and your child have fun learning together. Head over right now to thepreschoolbox.com and use code PARENTDRIVEN to get $5 off your first Preschool Box. And are your kids tired of looking at Zoom all day? Keep learning fun and hands-on this school year with Wonder Crate. Wonder Crate is a subscription box created by a former educator to introduce kids to inspirational role models, sparks curiosity, and connects kids to their own possibilities. Each monthly kit comes to your doorstep with a book and fun hands-on activities to educate, entertain, and empower. In our September box, kids will read about Marie Curie and discover how this brilliant young girl who loved math and physics became the first woman to win the world prize. Then they will perform their own experiments with magnets and magnetic slime. Get ready to be inspired. Head on over to WonderCreateKids.com and use code PARENTDRIVEN to get 25% off your first box. Welcome to Parent Driven Development. I'm Chris, and I'm here with my friend, Kay Wu. I'm Kay Wu, and I'm here with my friend, Allison. Hi, I'm Allison, and today we're talking about taking breaks and making breaks for ourselves in this glorious, wonderful COVID time. Before we launch the show, just a reminder that we love being able to provide you with this content and we want to continue to do so. So we are on Patreon and we would love your support. Most people give, you know, $5 a month, which it, which just really helps us continue to do what we love and share it with all of you. So thanks in advance for your support. And now on to our show. So, oh, making and taking breaks. It, it is so hard. Everyone is just in the house and around all of the time. And I've tried a few things. I'm curious if there's anything. And I can, so I can start with that. But I'm curious what, what things other folks, if you are taking breaks. Let's start with that. Who here is taking periodic breaks or figuring it out? I had gotten into a, a pattern of a fairly regular break pretty much every day, at least every weekday when I was working. And it was just kind of work would wrap up. And then I was hiding behind different projects. I'd go to, you know, to my little workshop and work on things for a little while. Although my hunch is that my family dynamic is a lot different than y'all's just because of the age of my kids. <laughs> So I think it's just a different story having middle schoolers and high schoolers than it is with anybody younger than that. Uh, to have middle schoolers and high schoolers right now. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I feel extremely lucky. 
So I have found that I've been really, really bad at taking at taking breaks like during my day or I actually find it's like even harder nowadays to like take breaks during the day or in general. But the style that I'm currently going for, I think, is like work a lot on all the things and then like once a month take somewhere between like two and four days like completely off of work I don't know like I took off like a week in June and I took off two days in July and I think I have like a week off in August and I'm really thankful for unlimited PTO at the moment because I found that like I can't just incorporate it into my day or my week it's like it's not restful enough I just need to like I mean sometimes even like full stop doesn't like doesn't really feel like it's enough but it's I don't know. It's at least something that seems to be my style for better or worse. Yeah, I feel like as a just a set of baseline for me in non-COVID times, <laughs> I'm definitely on the end of the spectrum where I'm like, all I want for my birthday is for everyone to leave me alone all day. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest Mother's Day you could give me is to not force me into a social event. <laughs> So, you know, there's, there's, there's some adjustments we make along the way. I think like now in the COVID era, I've been talking to some friends about how, I don't know if, if the two of you were ever caught up on watching Downton Abbey or other like period British dramas along those lines. But I distinctly remember now, like looking back on it with the parenting lens that at least as portrayed in the show, the, the setup for that class of family was like, you had one nanny per child that like took care of them all day and the children were just brought down to play with the parents for like 30 minutes before dinner that was all the parents were responsible for pretty much <laughs> you know love my kids to death obviously but this death definitely drama <laughs> I'm like that sounds kind of appealing <laughs> oh all the fun and none of the work yeah that sounds appealing <laughs> I know, right? You just like skip ahead to the grandparent stage. You're like, hand them off after you're done. (laughs) I also, I will say the other thing that I've started doing is I've actually been, I don't know what it is, but I've actually been much worse. I used to be better about like taking a walk or something during the day. And just, I mean, like work is really, is really busy. And anyway, so I, and there are, I don't know. They're just like, they're people out during the day. So I feel like if I go for a walk, like I have to, you know, wear my mask the whole time and et cetera, et cetera. And so I've been going on what I call these night walks, which is basically where I just like wander around my neighborhood after the kids are asleep for like an hour or so. And I just like, like, I'm just like, I have my phone, I'm like blasting some like playlist and I'm just like walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> and I sort of have like a path now and you know, by like 8.30, it's nice that it's lighter later now because I can, you know, if I go at like 8.30, it's still sort of late when I get back at like at 9.30. But I sort of, every once in a while, I'm like, I wonder... Like, I wish that I could just wear a sign that says, like, I have two small children and this is my only me time or something. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's kind of a consideration for me for thinking about the concept of of a break, because my definition of a break is much more narrow now, in a way, I guess, which is not 
doing paid work and not doing childcare. And so what it means often is I basically try to have my husband take on a lot of the, you know, after work hours, childcare. And I'm like, okay, I will like take a, take a so-called break in terms of like not having to talk to anyone and no one touching me or climbing all over me (laughs) or pinching me or whatever else. But my break is like, I'm going to like do the dishes and like, you know, try to zone out while I'm loading the dishwasher or unloading or whatever else early. I'll go out and do weeding and yard work instead. It's almost like, (laughs) like, I feel like my breaks need to be productive in some way. And it is actually just a thing in general after becoming a parent and having less free time where I'm kind of like, well, I, I can't, I don't know. I like, I need a higher ROI on the time <laughs> yeah. I do take in that, like, you know, it would be great if I, if I did do more, maybe I'll try the walking at, at night thing, especially after it cools down, like the walking, like, okay, well, like I'm getting some like fitness in at the same time or something, you know, or walk and like give a good friend of mine a call to catch up and like a little bit of socializing at the same time you know like I just what I really do feel like I could use an improvement in my life is wasting less time on the internet when I like don't actually feel restored after the time I wasted anyway you know like I should have just gone to bed earlier instead of being on reddit I totally relate to that and that's one of those that yeah, with in the before times with carpools and kids schedules and other things I didn't have the contiguous time to make progress on certain certain projects and and a lot of my taking a break is is doing projects around the house or or building things we needed like some shelves in the dining room and and did like a little display case for my daughter that you know but i'm sure a lot of people would consider sanding things and patching drywall to be to be work but that's my break and i'm very happy to have it and i can go down and do it and I'm kind of looking back and I'm like, oh, look at all these things that are done. I feel better now. I think that's interesting. So I've been going through like a little bit of like a, a break crisis, I would say, for the last like three or four weeks. So I took this I took this week off in June and I was like, okay, it's going to be great. It's just like, you know, a bunch of mental health time. I'm going to play Animal Crossing. I'm going to go on. So, you know, like I, it usually takes me a day or so to sort of get out of work mode. So like okay, I'll probably do some work stuff and some catch up stuff and whatever. And then, you know, but it's a full week. And what I found at the end of the week was that like, it was just like, I, I did not feel refreshed at, at all, because I still like, I still had to do what I consider the worst parts of my day, which is like getting the kids ready in the morning or like dinner time. Dinner time is just the freaking worst and it drives me crazy. (laughs) And part of it is like definitely like monsters that we have created and I take full responsibility (laughs) for that. But like, God, it is just, it's, Ugh, it's so it's so there is always at least one child screaming and like there's never like someone is running away because they're upset about something it's just it's it's a lot um and I and and I also recognize that I also traveled like at least I want to say every six to eight weeks for a week whether it was like a trip to HQ or speaking at a conference or something and like I did not realize how good I got at at meshing together like travel for work with self-care time. But now that I have not done it in a number of months, I realize like how much those trips were like also 
uh, like totally, totally, to totally, like I figured out how to like, how to double duty them with self care time as well. And so at the end of that week, like I told my husband, I was like, I do not feel any better at all. And so we sort of brainstormed like, okay, like why don't I feel better? And like what? So I mean, for, for my two days off in July, I went, I am lucky that my mom lives nearby and she is in our quarantine club. So I, you know, I went to, I went to her house for like 36 hours, which also had some pros and cons to it, I'll say. <laughs> but the pro is that like, mm -hmm. I, I did feel more refreshed after those 24 hours because I was completely free of children and even just like child noise different kind of problems <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yeah i just want quiet that's all i want yeah the, the, yeah. the noise level so, but yeah. like but i mean that was it was really interesting because i after that week in june i was like what if i never feel refreshed again like i, <laughs> I was like all is lost until i can travel like and so <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's been really interesting for me because it feels like I didn't realize this in the past, but it feels like a lot of my go to like my things that are are really like energizing and refreshing are all things that I can't do right now, which is a bummer. Yeah, I had to switch my social circles because it was meetups and, you know, conferences and other things like that. I think, you know. You and I are probably fairly similar. That was, I liked yeah. it. I liked my, I liked how it was <laughs> spread out. That was good. And all of that was just kind of cut off all, all at once. And yeah, fi finding replacements for that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I did get a chance to, a few weeks ago for the July 4th holiday, we had a mandatory training. So I didn't take the whole week off, but I, I, I did tack on like an extra three days, I guess, right? And we got the Friday off. And I was worried about the situation of like, oh, no, like, what if I take this time and I feel like I just did, like, I, I only did household chores the entire time, or like, just sort of, I don't know, mental bloat feeling from like spending too much time on the internet in, in not great ways at the end of it. So I feel like I almost went into it with like a project planning mindset of this staycation time that I had locked off with like a normal traveling trip for leisure, like how I might approach planning that. I kind of tried to apply that to the staycation time of like, okay, like each day I will designate at least like one thing that I'm genuinely excited to do, looking forward to doing and like try to do that first and get like that enjoyment in and, and, and getting the start out rather than letting myself, you know, waste the time or spend it somewhere that I might end up regretting. So I had said like, okay, like I want to start. It's It's been a while since I actually let myself start a new novel that I checked out from the library or the big project I got done during that week was <laughs> I have finally officially opened every single box that was <laughs> packed for our move from Portland two years ago. All the boxes are open. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah, like I, I, I think the best part of having taken that time was I felt like I had those first three days really for me. And it's one of those things where I feel like you see this for parenting advice for little kids too, right? Like if you're in a good spot, then you can just be that much more able to be 
generous and like giving towards others you yeah. know and that you're mm-hmm. in such close quarters with so I felt like I was like oh, I have like the first three days like those are totally mine I didn't like owe anyone anything at, at that time and then I still had the long weekend after that time that was like much more like family time and it was more pleasant, you know, because of not feeling like, oh God, like we got to shove in all this stuff into our weekend before like the Monday grind starts over again. Yeah. So yeah, it was nice. I did take a couple naps. <laughs> Those were pretty yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, even like in my, in my like 36 hours or whatever that, that was away, it was funny because I was, I was also thinking about like, okay, I don't want to get sucked into like just doing like the things that I have to do. And so I feel like you'll appreciate this. And a lot of listeners will think that I'm just like, extra but I made a list in my notebook of like not work things because they're not work things but it's you know like blog posts or like you know sort of like I'll say like businessy things Mm -hmm. like that sort of needed to get done or that I that I like sort of wanted to do or wanted to think about and then I also made a list of like fun things so like masterclass Mm -hmm. or this you know like video games or whatever and I made sure that whenever I was like sort of looking at my day I was like okay do I want to do like what what am I feeling should I like do a fun thing or should I do like a you know my feeling inspired to like do some writing sort of like where's my head at right now because I also just like I feel like Oh, I feel like my brain is just like split in so many different directions that it sounds ridiculous to have to write all of that down in order to like pick something off the list. But it's so much more relaxing for me to just like pick a thing off a list, mm-hmm. even if it's like I have to pick a fun thing than like to sit in the moment and think of like what my options are, like what I want to be doing or what I can be doing. It's just easier to be like, oh, right. I spent 10 minutes at some point thinking about all of this so that I literally would not have to think about things through this sort of break time. Totally. I actually have a like a similar, you know, only makes sense to me kind of multiple list management of like different categories of of things and so that I can like pick off at any one time, you know, what what might be the best fit <laughs> for the for the next thing to consider. And I do feel like like I've applied strategies I've learned from work for project management and like applied them to hobbies and whatnot. So like when I when I'm in the midst of a sewing project or something to to lower the activation energy needed to pick it up again. Like I, I write myself fairly detailed notes of what I just <laughs> did and what the plan for the next time I have time to, to pick up this project is again. So it's just like makes it so much easier. And I feel like like the times when I get stuck reading more than I wanted to on the internet or like watching too much TV or else, it always sounds so irrational like when I take the outside view but it's like I was too tired to do something more productive or to like too tired to get myself off the couch and go to bed yeah instead and I just it's that's just like a constant struggle for me because like sometimes for me at least self-care actually like does mean you know what I don't want to do the adult responsible thing today like I do just want to stay up late and like finish this new sci-fi novel that I got and like you know, I, I pay it, pay the cost of it the next day and the cost of it goes up directly correlated with age. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I, just, I can't bounce back from those late nights. Like just the same anymore, you know, but like sometimes that's what I need to, I don't know, fulfill some urge in me. That's like all my adult responsibilities and me just, just standing aside and be like, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> 
Yes. I love that. So it's actually really interesting. That was one of the reasons why I felt like I needed to like go to my mom's and take a full break was because I didn't want to have to like make adult decisions for like 24 hours. And so at some point, like, so I got like a, like a nice cheese platter to sort of take Ooh. with me on my, mm-hmm. on my mm-hmm. time. At my, yeah. And so at some point I like unwrapped the cheese platter and I just was like, you know, whatever, eating cheese and crackers, like off of this cheese platter. And, and my mom came over and she was like, what are you doing? Like get a plate. And I was like, no, no adult decisions. I'm eating this cheese platter off of the platter plate and I don't care and I don't want to get a different plate and I don't want to do the right thing. I'm just going to like, you're lucky that I'm even using a knife to cut the cheese and not my teeth. Like, she was like, okay, I, I, okay. But like, that was like, that was part of it, right? Like, I want to like eat cake for breakfast mm-hmm, and I want to mm-hmm. like just eat off the cheese platter without like doing something that my kids are then going to like, mm-hmm. you know, mimic and that I'm going to be, then be dealing with for the next four years of my life. Right? Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. so. <laughs> so true you know especially with with, with the kids are with, with the young ones or I, I, maybe still applies with the older ones just in more complex ways but the, you know I'm constantly reading things like kids learn best like through modeling like you gotta like model polite behavior like you gotta model being a kind and compassionate person who cares about other people's feelings and <laughs> that's just too exhausting <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired like, I'm not even that good a role model you know and it's just like tiring <laughs> so I should probably save this for like the the fail section but the house rule is the kids can't eat ice cream straight from the container and they're like well the parents can <laughs> And you're like, yeah, well, because we won't eat the whole pint in one go. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll cut ourselves off. Uh, you know, or, or, you know, my wife and I will be sitting there sharing it. And, of course, they have to go get a bowl and put the ice cream in there. And there's there's grumbling. <laughs> but our tact is just make fun of them. <laughs> like, ah, you can't eat it from the container. <laughs> I do. I am curious, like, at what age... I can just be like, just do as I say, not as I do. Like, this is, I know that this is a rule for you, but like, it's not a rule. I have like. And it depends. Every once in a while, they'll ask and I'll be like, it's because I'm a grown up. And once you like, once you turn 18, you can decide that you want to eat cake for breakfast too, if you'd like. Like, you know, but you can't right now because you're small and. You know, it's, there's like a movie where it's like, but you're small and I'm bigger and I forget what the movie is, but that's sometimes how I feel as a parent. But I say it in a much nicer way to my wonderful, beautiful children. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it, it, it's, it depends so much on the different things because sometimes that applies and then this, you know, or, or they'll learn once they've proven that they, they, they know the difference then you can like bend the rules. We'll even talk about like save brownies. Like don't eat all the brownies because we want to have brownies for breakfast. Cause that's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like they internalize, well, you, you shouldn't have sweets for breakfast. That's not a good idea. And they've already gotten past that. And now we're like, Hey, Hey kids, you want, you want brownies for breakfast? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and we're all down there eating them. Like, you know, all four of us, like we're doing something wrong secretly. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> That's funny. I, I I feel like we're we're still at the st- stage where we have like 
our secret stashes of. Oh, uh, we still. Have I mean, 100%. actually, call it my 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 son and my my top, my almost three year old. He he will be like, "What's mama eating?" <laughs> and we just say, "Mama, mama is eating her secret food." <laughs> That's just it's secret food. We're not even going to talk about what it is. So, talking about secret food and brownies for breakfast, should we move on to our genius fails? Absolutely. Yeah, because that covered it. That was that was pretty genius, <laughs> and I want to hear more along those lines. All right, so but now we'll move into the, our segment where we talk about our genius moments or fail moments from the the last week or two. I will say that I was like, ugh, I don't know what I'm going to pick as like a genius fail moment for, for today's episode, and you have both just inspired me, so now I have one. I wonder if, there, if all three of us are going to have the same one. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? I can. Okay. All right. I'm going to talk about the secret food. So, of course, we've had secret food, and ours is, you know, probably the stereotypical cabinet that's above the microwave that's too tall for for most people to reach. And my (laughs) wife even has to get the tongs so she can get the things in and out. I was going to say, it's too tall for me, too. (laughs) No, we got the really, like, the, you know, like foot long, you know, kitchen tongs, and we use that to get the, the Oreos out of the secret stash. Ours is this wonderful combination of genius fail because the kids know about it. Like it's, it's not a secret anymore. It's, it's a little bit hard for them to get to. And I don't think they quite have the courage to just like go in there and like take stuff. They could like, they could 100% like climb up on the counter and get the stuff out of there, but they know that they're not supposed to. And it's, it's probably one of those like strictly verboten things. But we have stuff up there and the kind of the genius of it is, you know, if we buy the Oreos or cookies or chips or whatever that we're putting up there, that on those rare occasions, especially during this quarantine time where you want them to feel like, you know, you're being really nice and special to them, we'll go and get something out of out of the secret stash and share it with with the kids. (laughs) And and I can tell it just tastes better. All right, I'll go next. This is a genius and I don't know, it's a genius and I just sort of love that it happened and that it happened so organically. So this was either last night or the night before we were getting the, we were getting the kids ready for bed and my, my daughter has like a, like a little tent in her room. And so we had sent the kids upstairs to start, you know, like picking out pajamas or whatever. And so they decided that they were going to like hide in this tent. And so Colin and I came upstairs and we were like, okay, you know, like, come on, bedtime, it's bedtime. And, you know, they weren't coming out. And like Layla sort of like went to talk once or twice and Devin go, shh, shh, we're hiding. <laughs> and, so, and, you know, and then Colin and I, we were like, uh, you know, we were like, God, we just really like, we need to get this bedtime. Like we need to get this mm-hmm. bedtime going. But anyway, so then we were like, okay, seems like we don't have any bedtime responsibilities tonight. You know, no, no stories. No, you know, but no blah, blah, blah. We're, we're just, we're just going to go on to, you know, wrap up all of our adult things that we have to do. And anyway, and that didn't work. And so we were like, <laughs> So we were like, okay, I guess we'll just like leave the room. And so we left the room and we were sort of like, we were standing in the hallway outside of the room, but Colin was like sort of towards the 
right of the door and I was sort of towards the left of the door, like by the entrance way to our son's room. So then, so then we heard them come out of the tent because they, we knew what they were doing. They were going downstairs to say, it's like to find us and say boo and like blah, blah, blah. And like, without even saying anything, my husband and I, we just like go in different directions and he hides behind the like stairwell and I went into our son's room and hid under the, and hid under like the blanket. And so we hear the kids like go downstairs and like yell boo and then go, wait, where, where are mommy and dad? And they're like, you know, so then they're like, they're calling for us and they're a little bit confused. And then, so, so then they come back upstairs and then like, Colin jumps out from the like stairwell and scares them and <gasps> and then they and like our kids are pretty good about being scared so yeah. like Colin jumps out from the stairwell and scares them and you know they sort of like jump and you know then laugh a little bit and then they both walk into Devin's room and I like hop out from under his like from <laughs> under his blanket and I scare them and they both like jumped and it was amazing like it pushed bedtime back by like 20 minutes easily but it was so worth it (laughs) it was fantastic that was my my genius for the week i love it (laughs) oh family time (laughs) the one i was going to share was a fail my son has been getting more and more interested in being involved in the kitchen and i'm always trying to brainstorm you know like oh is there a way i can like give him a portion of a task you know, he's like into stirring, he's very into transferring things from one container into another. And we have like, we have our breakfast muffin recipe down, like that one I can like, almost do from memory, he like kind of knows the order. So that's good. And I was like, anyway, I was just I was cooking some other things, he was getting involved. And it was just one of those, I'm a little stressed and tensed about it. I we have like, you know, yeah, we, we also have a deadline to me for like getting the bedtime routine and started. I just feel like it was an example of I said yes in the moment because I wanted to want to involve him I guess but I wasn't really prepared for it and just like kind of more impatient and a little short-tempered with you know a barely three-year-old like of course he's gonna miss the bowl and dump some of the stuff onto the counter or whatnot but you know in my head at the moment like oh like just like I already have to clean the floor all the food off the floor after dinner like put everything away and like this is just yet another thing so that didn't feel great I just felt like I was I did not set either of us up for success but I did take the time the next morning to try to talk to him a little bit about it after the fact and he's he's not he doesn't seem to be quite at the stage where like sort of the emotional retro necessarily makes (laughs) much of an impact (laughs) where I'm just like oh yeah like you know the thing that happened yesterday and take kind of a, a long amount of explanation. I don't know how much he's getting through, but I did try to still talk to him and just be like, hey, like, yeah, like I was a little impatient with you. Next time, like I'll make sure to be more prepared. We'll review the rules again for what you can or can't touch ahead of time. So I'm not just like turning turning the sink and then all of a sudden like yelling, don't touch, you know, don't don't spill like the, the can of pumpkin spice all over the floor, et cetera. And, and I apologize and I don't know, it was kind of like, all right, I'm supposed to do this to help teach him and show by example, but right, it like feels really good for myself to do the right thing and admit like I was wrong, I'll do better next time and 
I felt better afterwards. I, don't, I have no idea how much any of it made an impact on him. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst when you're like, oh, yeah, like this is it seems like a good idea. And then a few minutes in, you're like, what have I done? Not a great idea. <laughs> and I can't I and you like can't go backwards. because it's Yeah, you just have to. It's the worst. Thank you so much for listening to the Parent Driven Development Podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have questions that you'd like us to chat about on air, email us at panel at parentdrivendevelopment.com or find us on Twitter at, at parentdrivendev. And if you like what you hear, again, please support us on Patreon. We're patreon.com slash parentdrivendev or rate us on iTunes. Thanks.